I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United United States States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to my favorite episode of the month. Some gave all, all gave some. We are here to remember those that unfortunately uh, may or may not be with us any longer. And this is our Remember 22 edition. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. That's your that's your cue, Jeremy. And the silent one. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you guys introduce me, so this is kind of thrown this month. We got the tickler coming oh. to us out of the peach state. Jeremy, sir, JC, thank you for joining us here in the cave, brother. It is always good to see you. It is good to be here. Thanks for having me again. So you and, could have avoided the whole yeah. tickler thing if you'd just follow follow right along hey, and introduced yourself. It's it's tradition. Hey, <laughs> it's tradition. You can't give yourself a nickname. A nickname gives you and uh, man, it's uh, no seriously though. Good to see you. It's been uh, too long. I hope everything is well. You're several days closer to the nups, the old nuptials. So hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah, very cool, man. Where can uh, where can the where can the peeps find your registry and uh, if, we still guys. haven't done it yet. It's oh. going to be on Amazon. There we go. There we go. From yep. A to Z. It's going to be on Amazon. His, uh, we'll, we'll set his uh, registry up as the Tickler, Mr. and Mrs. Tickler. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man. 
That's awesome. Not sure if the wife will like that one now. Oh, Shouldn't be wife. <laughs> we'll, we'll I did notice that you've we'll got your mustache it. going. Yeah, it's fully grown in now. It's good. Um, in fact, due for due for some trimming, uh, procrastinating on it. It's getting a little wild. So cool. Yeah, good mine's deal. a little scruffy looking. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly right. on the sides. It it gets a little. Yeah, a little poofy. Yeah, a little poofy. Yep. Well, we've we've done the small talk. Uh, you guys know what this one is. Uh, as Jared Ellie Jair said. Uh, it, it is our, uh, I don't always want to say favorite because sometimes the conversations get a little heavy, but it is uh, what we set out to do from the beginning and, and continue to enjoy uh, doing. Matter of fact, the feedback on it so well lately and the things we hear back, uh, it's becoming more and more of a popular thing for our show for sure. Cool. Yeah, we, we, we uh, and throughout the, throughout this show, I'll be giving some shout outs to uh, some of our, some of our Twitter uh, peeps and super, super happy to have uh, recently gained a follower and uh, on Twitter and it is honoring our heroes. So thank you so much. They're a 501c, which is, which means they're a nonprofit and uh, all deductions are, um, can be all donations can be deducted and they're exempt from some of the other stuff. So thank you for, uh, for following us and uh, hopefully we make you and our uh, fellow veterans proud. Yeah. I saw that today. I thought that was a pretty cool follow, but yeah, we're, we're uh, like I said, this, this 20 seconds kind of taken off uh, to the fact where we've got a people requesting to come on it and talk now. So Very that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So uh, we're going to kind of figure out the format on that, uh, obviously, because we are not experts. So I don't want people to come on thinking we're going to give them advice on how to deal with things. However, we will absolutely give anybody that wants it an outlet to come on and just talk and tell their story is kind of the idea. Uh, so I, we, I started before we hit record and decided to stop. But uh, it has been a hell of a mental strain week for sure, uh, at least for myself. And I'm pretty sure for Ellie Jair, uh, Jair, you and I, Jair, JC, t- whatever. It's going to mess me up with two Jairs. <laughs> JC, every uh, month, yeah, every month it's gonna mess me up. Not sure uh, what what your month looked like, but uh, it's been a it's been a stressful one for sure for for me specifically. And then, like I said, I know Ellie Ellie Jair is going through some stuff right now. So, uh, man, I don't I don't even know where to start uh, this month. I guess I guess I can kick it off. Uh, so we we talk about how the struggle, uh, anxiety, depression, and those kind of things kind of always creep in. Uh, so at work, uh, specifically this week. We, uh, they let me know I was changing positions and, uh, you know, it's for bettering my growth and changing my, uh, upward trajectory, let's say at the company. However, they brought the guy I've, uh, worked with in the past and trained with to come and be my replacement. So it's really hard not to get in your own mental space about how much of a failure you are and how you didn't do the job you were supposed to do. And, uh, it's just, I was okay with it until he showed up in the building and started, hey, you didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. You should have done this differently. You should have done this differently. And that it strikes home, especially with someone who's kind of taken pride in what they've done. Uh, so it's it's been a rough one. Uh, I told Ellie Jair a couple times this week, I'm like, oof, man, I'm in my feels a little bit. I need to I need to think about boobs or something because uh, I had to distract myself. Yeah. So the backstory, yeah, real quick, the backstory, <laughs> uh, my wife is a counselor and she is fantastic and she has helped me. Even, you know, everything that she's uh, dealing with, she's helped me. And, you know, what uh, she said, hey, you just got to replace a negative thought with a positive thought. So I offered to uh, think about something that she possesses that I enjoy. And (laughs) she said, no, I'm not going to be at work while you're doing that. I said, well, you won't know. She's like, I'll know. 
I was like, all right. So I, uh, you know, whenever I start uh, heading down the negative thought road, I start thinking about wrestling. I start thinking about the cave. I start thinking about episodes, um, you know, just some of the awesome feedback that we've gotten and, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, helping some of our other brothers and sisters that may be going through something, you know, def- definitely, uh, you know, more difficult than what, what we're going through. So I am, uh, you know, happy that you're here today, Jeremy, and uh, we're going to hopefully, you know, make some, fill some hearts, make some people feel feel uh, a little bit better. So um, I actually came on here today wanting to talk about self-care. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. And I want, and I think it's really, really poignant uh, considering what you're going through this week, Jay. So first thing I want to ask you, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. What comes into your mind when you think of self-care? Boobs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think boobs just always come to my mind. No, I, I think um, I think self care is. I mean, I joke about boobs, but it, it is knowing that where you're at in your headspace and knowing to kind of try to change that thought process and taking care of yourself and uh, taking time to look at the brighter side on things and and discover what what those things are that bring you joy. In my opinion, not yeah. drinking a bunch of bourbon and smoking cigars, but well, I mean, that brings me joy, but yeah, you know what I mean? Not drowning it in bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean that that's for me, self care. Yeah. And for me, I, I, I try and think of a, almost like a safe space where I can sort of, you know, get away from whatever I'm thinking about. And that's sort of my sweet spot where I, you know, you look and think about professional wrestling and that, suspended belief. So, um, you know, I'll kind of throw myself into thinking about an episode or working on an episode or, you know, I'll talk with Tiff about something that, you know, one of her students or somebody is dealing with. And like what uh, Jay Tilly was saying is the, you know, someone is absolutely going through something a little more difficult than me. And not that I want to compare them, but it, it instantly ends my pity party. And i you know, I kind of snap myself back into the right place. Okay. Those were very good examples. Um, so technically the definition of, and I'm not going to read this from a dictionary or anything, but definition of self-care is anything we intentionally do to maintain or improve our wellness. And this can be physical or mental because physical health, mental health, it's all health. It's all one. Our minds are part of our bodies. So it's anything that we do. And it's not necessarily something we do in response to stress. It's something we do consistently to help us cope with the day-to-day stress. To get somewhat scientific again, I, I forgot my disclaimer, not a professional, not licensed, don't have the alphabet soup after my name, so take it all with a grain of salt. But our body produces, when we're under stress, it produces a hormone called cortisol, okay? If there's too much cortisol, that's when we start getting to the point where anxiety kicks in and we start producing adrenaline. We go into fight or flight mode, and then we don't know what to do with ourselves. So the whole point of self-care is to give yourself a routine that help, keeps you from getting to that point. It, it, it's, self-care isn't always a guarantee. That's why we have things called coping skills, which we can talk about some other time. But I wanted to kind of like come up with some examples of things that maybe people, listeners can, can take home with them and, and say, okay, maybe I need to do some of this stuff for myself. So for me, a lot of my just self-care, um, and these, again, these can be physical too. Like, that's where I really lack uh, <laughs> on the physical fitness side of stuff. So Me too, brother. I, me too. I, I mentioned, uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, last month that I'm trying to drink more water. That's one of my big things, and I'm very inconsistent with it, but I'm trying. I also 
am going to start walking. I did. Well, I'm trying to go. We have a fitness center here at the apartment complex. So I tried to go there and hit the treadmill. Um, I found a, a, a good fat burning routine to try and build up. It also will help me build up my cardiovascular, which is really weak. So I've been trying to do that. I've only done it once so far. And I swear it kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize exactly how out of shape I was. I mean, I, I, I mean, I knew I was out of shape in this capacity, in the belly, but like realizing how weak my heart and lungs have become is terrifying. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna try to do that at least three to four times a week to help build that up. Um, and I think you guys gave some good examples of stuff that you do for self care. Um, but is there anything that like is there anything else that you guys do consistently day to day, week to week to help maintain your wellness? I think, uh, I think the key is, is the day to day, week to week, because that's the hardest part of self-care in my opinion. Cause I'm the same way. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day. That's it. I'm going to go to the gym self-care. I think I've gone twice since the beginning of the year. And even, even like the podcast, right? Like I consider it kind of self-care. It's, it's, it's our way to escape out of the mindset of our, our day to day nine to five job. It allows he and I to communicate and, and cut up and joke about something we're really passionate about. But even that in my mental state this week, I didn't really do. Like we slacked off on it because one, I one, I got stuck working overnight shifts a few times, but I just I had no drive. And and like usually I'm the one like, all right, man, we gotta cut an episode. And our number show, we we kind of struggled a little this week. We didn't cut as many episodes. I don't think we've recorded since the eighteenth. So that's the longest we've gone. And I think the key is making sure you continue with that self care. Um with my new schedule starting though, like I have literally written on my calendar and in, in, in downstairs, like you will get up and you will hit the Peloton or whatever for 30 minutes in the morning, because now I'm not at work at four in the morning. I'm at work at eight in the morning. So I've got time to get up and do those routines that I used to do before I switched jobs again. So, but I, I think the key is not to give up on the self-care, like just like anything else, right? Like if you know it's your self-care and it's no, you know, it's what brings you passion and, and you love it. Um, even if it's like video games, right? Like I like I, right before we got on, I was like, all right, I need to get in a better mind space. So I sat down and played some Call of Duty. You know, granted, when Diablo comes out, I'll be obsessed. But <laughs> sat down. Oh man, it's gonna be good. But uh, sat down good. and yeah, I can't wait. You saw they're doing another open beta weekend. Yeah, but it's a server load test, so it's gonna be buggy. It's gonna yeah. be real buggy. People are getting yeah. all these expectations about what they're gonna get out of it. I'm like, you're not gonna get shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, it's gonna crash all the time. <laughs> but, sorry, sh- shiny object. But I, I, I yeah. think I think the key, that's one of the keys, and it's probably contradictory. And and I say it all the time. Like I do enjoy my cigars daily. Like I go out there and I smoke a cigar. And yes, they're not healthy for you, but it's self care for me because that's how I meditate. I literally can go out there, I light up a cigar. I don't always have bourbon. I joke about that. I have maybe one drink a week, but. I'll sit out there with a tea or a root beer or something and smoke that cigar. And it really is like just kind of washes away the day. I can kind of zone out my brain. Uh, if we're doing a show that night, I'll kind of maybe catch up on whatever wrestling we're going to review. I may read some articles, but it's a way for me to not think about anything else. The kids and Amy know that hey, dad's outside. Just let him be. And then it's funny. Amy can always tell how stressful it is on the size of the cigar I take. Cause if I get one of them big ones, she's like, Oh no, he's going to be out there for like three hours. But like that's one of those things I do pretty much daily and I go out and it's, it's just my way to kind of, you know, meditate and get my mind right and prepare myself for, you know, dealing with the family or whatever else, you know, is coming the rest of that day. Yeah. I like to, uh, you know, I'll hop in my truck. I'll set a, I'll set a podcast on and my drive is about an hour long. 
So it helps me, you know, kind of unwind. I'll get home. Uh, my dogs will come greet me and I have a little chihuahua and we'll go, I'll stand in the pool and hold her in the morning. I'll um, sometimes have a cup of coffee and stand in the pool and just kind of like, okay, I got to get my mind ready. Today's going to be whatever kind of day. And I can usually tell based on um, one of our communication methods that we use to communicate with work. And if the numbers look a little dicey, it's like, oof, this is going to be another banger. So, um, but yeah, I try and, you know, just have a complete safe space. I'm not really good at the work-life balance. I'm getting better. Um, but yeah, I recommend to anyone, you know, create create that time for yourself. And don't think you're selfish because if you don't do that for you, you're not going to be there for the millions of people who, uh, you know, who are counting on you. It could be one, but I mean, you know, if you're not doing it, the, you know, minimum for yourself, you're not going to be able to do the minimum for anyone else. And that's something, um, work-life balance is a, is a huge part of self-care. Um, that's something people in my field struggle with a lot. Um, and anybody who is a caregiver who, who spends their life caring for others, um, it's very easy to get burnt out. It's very easy to take that stuff home with you. And then when you do, you eventually start to break down. And if you break down, how are you going yeah. to help other people? That's true. So it's it's remembering to maintain that balance. And I was just talking to my therapist about that earlier this week about how to maintain because she she always worries about me because she knows what I do. She knows a lot about my job specifically, and she worries that you know, am I taking this stuff home? Because I'll spend some time usually during my therapy sessions talking about work stuff, and it's. Uh, it's very important to try and maintain that balance to let go of that work stuff and leave it there and then come home and do your self-care. Yeah. I think, I think another thing about self-care that I struggle with, and, and I'm sure if it, I'm struggling, I'm, a bunch of people are, is you got to be honest with yourself too. Um, I think being honest that you're struggling is a huge deal. So I, I just recently, and I, I reached out to Ellie Jarrett about it. I recently had my VA appointments and usually they go through the questionnaire. Do you feel sad? Do you, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. And like I told him, I'm like, no, I, I was brutally honest. Like, oh, yeah, I actually do, you know, I'm not happy sometimes and I am sad sometimes and I am. And being that honest, like the lady's like, no, you need to be honest because that's how we get better. And it just kind of clicked with me that like all these years I've been going to my doctors. Oh, no, I'm good. You know, and even with the family. How was your day? Today? Oh, I was good. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my God, what a shitty day. Like, <laughs> you know. I got demoted at work. I, you know, failed at running the building. I had a conversation with an associate that went bad. I have a manager that, you know, it, that I thought was a friend backstabbed me. It's just weird stuff. But the family goes, oh, no, it was good. I had nothing to do. Today was great. And I think that is a big part of self-care is just that honesty with yourself, with the people around you. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you have to tell them every aspect because some stuff you do need to keep to yourself. But with like you, you, you said, your therapist. You've got to be honest with your therapist. Be honest with your doctors. I have a mental health appointment set up now through the VA, and I am not looking forward to them because they're going to be brutal. But I think I need them. Uh, it's been a very long time since I've had a talk with somebody. Uh, matter of fact, it was my divorce with my first wife. <laughs> it was the last time I sat with therapy. Oof. Yeah, yeah. You know that was what twenty something years ago, fifteen, yeah. seventeen years ago. And I'm sure I'm going to sit down and then there's going to be a lot that comes out because, you know, I'm, I'm man enough to say that there's been days I've been sitting here watching like the Grand Tour, one of my favorite shows to just zone out to and just start crying for no reason. Like, what the hell's wrong with me? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there's deep buried stuff there that being honest 
I need to address and take care of because I'm sure there's destructive things happening that I'm not realizing too. So I think that's a huge part of self-care is just that honesty. Yeah. Preach brother. That's good. Yeah. Share it, man. I, uh, yeah, Jeremy, yeah, drag, you know, and I don't want to call it dragging, dragging this out like, oh, you know, but like we've been dragging it with us. And, you know, I used to do pull-ups with a sea bag on my back and I was like, oh, let's put more weight on it, put more weight on it. Well, you know, you compare that to what we're doing now in our everyday lives with the 24-hour news cycle and, you know, we're starting a new chapter in our life when we leave the military. Even if you don't leave the military and you leave college or you leave a job and you're starting this next endeavor, that eternal chase just keeps you grinding and, you know, digging in. And it's... um <clears throat> you know, and to Jay Tilly, what like the first time I had an appointment, I uh like the you unpack some stuff and you're just like, wow, I didn't even <laughs> I don't even and they'll ask you something and you're like and I I'll walk into work now and I'm like, hey, what what song does everybody have in their mind right now? So now they know, hey, you know, have a song ready, you know, and then we'll play song tag. I'll walk up behind someone, kind of hum it or chat it. And then walk away and then come back around and they're singing it. And I'm like, hey, song tag, it's your turn. You got to go tag someone up. So trying to lighten the mood at work. And um, but yeah, this is uh, it's a tough thing, man. And I'm Jay Tilly. Thanks for sharing that, dude. I that's yeah, you're not the only one. And I hope I hope who's ever listening today can feel comfortable enough to talk to, you know, if you're on active duty, you know, go, you know, go talk to someone um, over at medical to get you an appointment. If you, um, you know, are a vet, you know, hop on uh, My Healthy Vet. There's a red banner right there on the app, or you can go to va.gov and there's a um, there's a little ticker along the bottom. You can click that and it takes you right up to a resource that there's, you know, and it'll be all the way down to whittled into like if you're from Wisconsin, there's a button to click, whatever. So definitely take advantage of it if you don't have a a compadre, like I'm lucky to have uh, a few of them now that I can reach out to and, and holler at. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the saying I'm okay thing that, that is very heavily a dad thing. I think anyone who's yes. a dad, I mean, <laughs> I've neglected my wellness for a very long time because I'm a dad. Um, you know, one of the things that happened after my separation and divorce, because I didn't have my kids full time anymore, I was like, I'm going to devote I'm going to actually go take care of my health. Um, so I went and got, went to the dentist. I had been to the dentist in years. You know, it was always about get the boys into the dentist, get their teeth clean, get their braces on. Dude, that's where the money went. That's where the time went. I don't have time for myself. That's, I'll just deal with it, whatever. Um, but I went to the dentist. I started taking care of my teeth. I started, I had to have some pulled because I wasn't taking care of it for years. It wasn't pleasant, but, uh, I, I started, doing what I needed to do. And now I go for my regular cleanings. I haven't been consistent about cleanings in probably like 15 years. So good for you, man. You know, uh, taking time for ourselves is really hard as dads. Um, And when we, when you hear about like a lot of, a lot of guys will hear that term toxic masculinity and they think it's just a feminist thing, but no toxic masculinity is something that we impose upon ourselves as men where we think we're not supposed to have emotions. We're not supposed to cry. We're supposed to say we're fine. We're supposed to say everything's okay. And we're not supposed to share our burdens. And that to me, that's toxic masculinity. And we're doing, we're poisoning ourselves um, by doing that. It doesn't mean that it's toxic to be masculine. It means there are aspects of masculinity that society has told us, this is what we're supposed to do. And it's making all of us sick. 
and that's why the the, the suicide rate for men is higher than women. Dang. And that I mean, it's there. It's right there for you in the statistics. Um, so I think as men and as fathers, we need to learn how again go back to that caregiver thing. You can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. You can't be the best dad you can be, the best husband you can be, um, if you don't take that time for yourself to care for yourself. If you don't go get help when it becomes too much and admit that it becomes too much. It's very hard to admit to yourself that that, that you're overwhelmed, let alone a doctor, you know, but you did it and I'm proud of you, man. I'm really proud of you. It's it's hard to take that first step and say, yeah, um, you know what, honestly, no, I'm not doing good um, and let them help you. I mean, I, I wouldn't say, and, and I told doctor, like, I don't feel like I'm in crisis, right? Like, I'm not having suicidal yeah. thoughts. Like, I don't want to, I don't want Amy to listen to this podcast and freak out. You know, I don't want my mom calling me. That's not what I'm saying. But just in general, there's stuff that needs to be worked, right? Like, I know I could be happier in aspects of my life. So, and I, I full transparency, this podcast is one of the best things I've got going on. Like, because it is an escape for me. Now, I do feel guilty sometimes because, and it's one thing, uh, Ellie Jarrett and I talked about is trying to set a schedule for ourselves to do this because we got to the point where we're like, hey, I'm home from work. All right, I'm going to eat dinner, run upstairs and go record. So I wasn't seeing the family because we were putting too much into this. So we set up a steady schedule. You know, we are only going to record on these three days. Yes, we might record two or three episodes those days just so we have something to go out every day. But and that's part of self-care, too, is knowing that we were kind of going in excess with this and and putting too much into it. So I think for both of us, it's it's going to be a better and and will be better for us when we sit down. Yes, it might take me like a long time to edit stuff, but eventually I'm going to teach him how to edit so he can do some of it too. <laughs> but tag out on some of the uh, some of the edits. <laughs> yeah, because uh, some sometimes you know cutting out all these bre- deep breaths and and clicks and all that could take up to three hours on a show. <laughs> so yeah, today well, I, we're getting uh, better at it. Today I cleared my workspace because normally I'll have stuff and I'm just sitting there. T- or uh, if I get a pen, whoo, watch out. I'm going <laughs> to click count. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and the other thing is as we go on, uh, he and I are learning better too, to where if he's talking, I, uh, like I, I had a bad habit of, yeah, you know, active listening is something we're taught. So as you engage with people, I know we're going off on a tangent on podcasting, but as you engage with people, yeah, 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 I get you. I understand when podcasting, it sucks because now you're talking over the person who's trying to make a point. So I'm having to go, okay, he's done talking. I can say something now. <laughs> I've had to kind of catch myself from going, yeah, 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 all the time. And uh, it's funny how much like you don't think about those things on podcasting. But anyway, that was off on a, a side tangent we probably didn't need to talk about. But and we're back to back. a shiny object. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am taught to practice active listening as well. It's part of what I do for a living. So yeah, uh, I hear you. <laughs> I, I, and the other thing is, is that, uh, if the video version of this never goes out, nobody's going to know how much I agree with you guys. Cause I'm sitting here nodding my head a whole bunch. <laughs> so on the audio, they're going to be like, wow, he's really quiet this week. <laughs> uh, I just have it. I just nod my head. Cause that's, cause I don't want to interrupt people. I'm that's like a pet peeve of mine. I don't like interrupting people. So I'll just sit there and let them go and go and go. Um, so I do active listening by body language, but that doesn't translate on an audio podcast <laughs> so, right thing things to learn and just so you know um i actually i haven't talked to you about this yet jay but i actually got the podcast bug i think i'm gonna start up my own podcast what? nice yeah uh I, i've seen how much fun you guys have doing this heck yeah um it's probably only gonna be like a one once a month thing uh, it's gonna be uh, a mental health and gaming podcast oh that's okay. awesome um, i want to really look at 
um, what it's like to or what what the impact of gaming is on mental health and um, what the challenges that we face as people who have mental illness trying to engage in gaming especially like multiplayer gaming, like going into lobbies and having chat on and stuff like that, and the anxiety that you feel when you go into that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm going to do a little more. I'm probably going to hit you up for resources, but I'm going to do a little more thinking about it for structure and stuff like that. And I think I might start in a couple months. Why don't we just add you to the Veterans Championship Wrestling Podcast line? Boom. So you can use our ACAST, you can use our Riverside you just join the we'll network, set up everything brother. for you if you want totally up to you yeah i'd but, be down with that yeah if you want uh, and then i feel weird running a podcast on a veterans network when i'm not a veteran but that's all right no big deal um, yeah. you'll be the somewhat shaven man cave i don't know but <laughs> 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 red beard gaming i don't know we'll, we'll brainstorm some ideas I, I, I for you know. we'll come up come up with something yeah we'll bring some some ideas for you yeah i caught the bug from you guys um i've seen the positive impact it's had on you jay so um you know, I think it, I think it'll be something good for me. I could give back and maybe gain something from it. So yeah, and, and it to be honest with you, we could you know set up something to do weekly too if you wanted me and you to kind of coast and do some gaming reviews because Ellie Jarrett doesn't game. So and I, yeah, I'm I know. Com- he's very sportsy. I'm very comic book and gaming. So hell, we could set up uh, you know you and I doing once a week. You know, talk about gaming and mental health or co- comic books that came out in mental. Health. Yeah, we could definitely some- yeah. set something up. And then absolutely. Well, actually, you know what? We'll use this to break some news too for our listeners. So we have officially joined uh, a network of other podcasters, the uh, Fantasy Sports Corporation. And starting on the sixth—that's the sixth of May—we will be starting to do a one-hour live uh, streaming show on YouTube and Rumble, where uh, they've have a they have a network. Uh, I think one of their last shows did over a hundred thousand views. So it's a it's a it's a pretty big network. They reached out to us. We were It's actually the Patriot Sports Network guys. We were on their show. They reached out to us because they don't have anything for wrestling. They got every other sport, just wrestling. So they reached out to us to be their wrestling guys. So, you know, we're going to we're gonna join them and start doing a live show, which I'm a little terrified about. But, you know, <laughs> it, the hardest yeah. part is to be keeping, keeping ourselves on track because we're going to have like legit like cut points. You can talk 20 minutes about this, 20 minutes about this, because we're going to have a producer and a director and a video editor and all this other stuff. So. You know, we'll be in the middle of wow. conversation and ploop, it's going to roll up that we have to change subjects. <laughs> That's going to be a challenge. You'll get yep. used to it, though. You guys are, are good at what you do, so I yep. think uh, I think it'll work out good. So we went off on a, a little bit of a tangent there. We probably should circle back, but I love that idea, man. I, I love, um, like you said, it, it it has been very helpful to me and very beneficial to me. And uh, and, I, and I think LAJR feels the same way. It's definitely a- 100%. I don't want to say coping mechanism, but it, it kind of is. Like, we're allowed to kind of get on here and- cut the shit and talk and and talk about something we love to do and it helps when i've had a terrible day or a terrible week to go all right man let's talk about wrestling like yeah. let's escape a little bit talk about awesome dynamite was we really need to get you into aew Jerry. yeah man you we need they gotta get out. their streaming things i know I it's I coming have, i haven't even uh, honestly i haven't really been watching um wwe lately 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't blame um, you. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't want to turn this into a, a wrestling podcast. You guys, We are a wrestling those. podcast. I know you are a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Too late, about mental health. But I watched WrestleMania and did not watch the Raw for a while. And then eventually I went back to it because I listened to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like, really had zero desire to watch it, um, but I eventually went back and did, and totally agree with you guys. Um, I do think that the wrestling that they had on that episode was actually pretty good, yeah, for the thirty minutes of wrestling that they did on the three hour show. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was the first segment that they did was a full thirty five minutes. I looked at the time, thirty five minutes of absolute BS. It was so stupid and just yeah, so. I totally agree with you guys. As far as WrestleMania by itself, I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely not my favorite WrestleMania of all time. I think it was a good WrestleMania. I I was not surprised about the outcome of the main event of night two uh, of Sunday night. I really wasn't. I totally saw it coming. Um, WWE loves doing this kind of stuff. They always have. Um, I don't even think it's a Vince thing. I think it's just a WWE thing. Well, I mean, he, he birthed the thing, but. He doesn't necessarily have to be doing anything with creative for something for them to continue this undefeated streak because they love to milk that stuff. They always milk that stuff um, for it to be the the, undis- the undisputed championships and all that universal. I mean, they've stretched it out too long. I think it, that's why the first time you guys were telling me about Roman Reigns and, and how long he'd had it, I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, they're doing this again? Usually it's like one of the other titles. Like, you know, they've had the intercontinental title for two years and it's like, okay, you guys haven't been able to come up with a better story for two years is basically what you're telling me. And, you know, now we're what, over three years for Roman Reigns. Uh, so for over three years, you haven't been able to come up with a, uh, with anybody else because they love WWE loves to have the face of the franchise. And it, yeah, ever since the, the, the Attitude Era ends. It's always about that one wrestler that's the face of their franchise. It was John Cena. It was, uh, well, for about five seconds, it was CM Punk. Um, it was, um, yeah. <laughs> it was um, Randy Orton. It was, you know, it was it just, they always, they they pick whoever's going to be the face of the company for six months, for a year, for three years. And then they just do everything. The whole damn thing is based around, based around that one wrestler. And it gets boring. <laughs> it gets old. And here we are, over three years in, he's still got the title. There's no sign of him losing it. For all we know, it could go all the way to WrestleMania next year before he loses it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. That's what I think. <laughs> but 
But speak, speaking it back, circling it back around to mental health, uh, sometimes you got to worry that your your escape doesn't affect your mental health because uh, old Elliger there <laughs> had a little yeah, bit of a breakdown when Cody lost. I heard. Yes, we're all rusty like a few days. Seriously, and it's been that the the Man. episode you guys recorded, it, I felt like he had a second breakdown. Like his first one was when he, yeah, first one was when he watched it happen. The second one was when he heard <laughs> your perspective on it, Jay. He was like, and like all my nerves, all my nerves were completely raw. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you can't like I'm on the edge here. You can't say that. But now that I've now that you know my blood pressure has come down, I've fantasy booked out to SummerSlam. Um, and then I took my WWE brain out and was like, okay, how can I, if I were Endeavor and WWE, how can I make the most money? So I backed everything up and I'm like, okay, cool. So this is, uh, sort of my, um, you know, and still, you know, wrestling is still very therapeutic for me because I understand the, the winners and the losers and the getting over and going over in the character work. And, you know, every time I turn around, I learn something new about another character. Like Steve Macklin just recently won the Impact World title. Prior Marine, he was with, um, which was referred to as America's Battalion. It was 2-8 out of Camp Lejeune. And, uh, you know, now he's the world champion. I was like, man, this is really cool. His wedding anniversary <laughs> is the Marine Corps birthday. Ayot! So that is freaking cool. Good on you, Mr. Macklin. Uh, <laughs> Devil Dog, God bless you, and uh, and you and Deanna, good stuff. But so back, you know, getting us back on, uh, which is rare for me because I'm generally the one out off in the woods. So, so we talk, <laughs> so we talk about self care. Yeah, usually I'm the one pulling you in. One of the terms that we used to use in the Marine Corps was you had self aid, then you had buddy aid, and then you you know, and then you'd have to go to the next level, whether it's evac or or triage or whatever. And you know, it's uh, it's unbelievably inexpensive to be a good human being. And I recall a very specific incident when I saw one of our coworkers who did not look like this person was in a good place. And I looked and said, hey, what's going on? How are you? And I am generally a very upbeat person. And and so was this person. And and uh, you could really tell that they were they were going through it. So the, the coworker looks at me and goes, I need to go think about it. I said, do you want to think about it alone or do you want some company? Comes walking up and this was just as COVID was ending and we weren't, you know, nobody was yelling six feet with a mask and all this other stuff. And uh, I just got the side hug and I was like, huh, not generally the most affectionate or uh, outgoing, you know, because I, I generally keep a pretty professional distance. So the associate comes back a little bit later after lunch and everything had calmed down and uh, looks at me and goes, you know, that was the kindest thing anyone has ever done for me. And I was like, uh, you're welcome, said like a question. And she started laughing or this or my coworker starts laughing. <laughs> and I was like, so what, you know, what? And, you know, the coworker went, didn't go into great detail, but it was just that one little moment where they weren't treated like anything other than a human being. And that really... That really meant a lot to me. So, and I'm constantly reading people's body language. And anytime they look off, I find a way to spark up a conversation. And I know something about everyone that I work with, unique, whether it's a color, whether it's a sports team, whether it's a food, an injury, a date, something. And, you know, if they like, you know, something. And I 
And generally, I try and like wrap it around wrestling or whatever. And we've brought so many people that we work with into wrestling, which then gives them a, a common thing. So when they come to work, it isn't just, you know, making big piles little and little piles big and moving packages from one end of the building. It's like, hey, I'm with my coworkers. I don't dislike them. And I'm going to have something to talk about during a break or, you know, when times get tough, I know these people are going to show up because that's what they do. And I don't wear a cape. I wear a vest and I sm- and I wear a smile. And that, uh, you know, to anyone who's going through anything, you know, look for someone who has a smile. Look for someone that doesn't even necessarily look like you because it doesn't matter at that point. And we all have a heart. We all have a moral compass. And we all have, there's, everybody has a reason for being on this planet. And, you know, it could be, you know, if you're religious, I believe I should be preaching. If you're a politician, I believe I should be whatever is politicking. Um, me, I just think I need to be a good dude. And um, I, you know, honestly, I think I finally found what I'm. And for those who don't have the uh, $9.99 per second executive package, not a real thing. Um, I'm smiling ear to ear. And anytime I talk about the No Shave Man Cave, um, all beard, no feared, uh, whatever moniker we're going by, um, I just light up because I'm I'm so proud of JT, uh, you know, you know, pushing up, pushing me, pushing us and Rob looking down on us, uh, moving, moving the needle. And, you know, we've gotten a couple of really cool emails that were like, hey, dude, you know, I really appreciate it. And, you know, just like uh, JC was saying, you know, a little bit of self-care goes a long way. A little bit of saying it's OK to not be OK. And, you know, like what uh, JT had to do, um, which is probably the hardest thing, is be honest with yourself. And, you know, like we said, one of the episodes, and I've even said this to people like straight to their face, and um, it's okay to not be okay. And how do we get you okay? Because I'm here until the end. I'm not going anywhere until you kick me out because I'm, I'm now I'm attached. Now I'm, we're, we're a tag team now, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this thing figured out. Yeah, I I, I can't even follow up with that. Yeah, I've I've been impressed by what you guys have done. Um, you really have grown this thing from nothing to just great heights, and you could, just the the passion you guys have for it. You know, it it looping it back to self care. Um, it has become part of your self care routine, and it's what makes you whole and happy. It's something intentional that you do for your well being, and you know. Uh, when I talk about developing things like, and I said we'll do this some other time, but coping skills, um, you know, one of the things I try to work with people when they're trying to develop coping skills is find something, um, like if you're trying to find a new hobby as a coping skill, find something that you're truly passionate about. Don't just do something because it's on a list. You know, I, I, hey, look, I should journal. Okay, I'm going to journal. No. Do you care about writing your thoughts and feelings down? No, not really. I've never been much for writing. Then don't do that. Find something else. You know, uh, is it you know maybe and, and and always try to find something that that is healthy, which is why <laughs> the cigars. I know that they they play a role for your life and they're important, but they're, yeah, it's um, not crack, and that's what <laughs> I, oh, I know. I, I know, stopped doing the I crack know. pipe a while ago, so. Um, but the 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 like I, anything that's harmful to me, uh, if I choose to partake in it, I always have a rule of don't treat it like medicine. So, like, if I want to drink, why do I want to drink? Am I drinking because I'm stressed out? 
then I'm not drinking because it's medicine now. I'm treating it like medicine, so mm. I don't do it. So that's my only advice on those things. We all have vices. We all have things that maybe are not the healthiest that we engage in, but um, just don't treat it like medication. Um, medication. Yeah, I just chased off the shiny <laughs> Self-care. <thing>. Um, yeah. <laughs> pulling it back in. There's lots of squirrels in my brain. Um <laughs> Coping skills, there we go. But always, what I I was saying with with developing coping skills is try to pick something you're passionate about. Try to pick something that you're passionate about. Because it's a lot easier to embrace this new thing and make it part of your life if it's something you're passionate about. And wrestling and talking about it is something that you guys were already very passionate about. That was your thing that brought the two of you together as friends. So it's cool that you have found a way to share that with the world. And it's... It's just awesome to watch the growth. I am a fan of the show. I love it. Um, I don't listen to all the episodes. I wish I had the time to do that. Um, uh, but I enjoy when I do to sit down and listen. I enjoy just hit every play and put it on mute so you yeah. at least get yeah. the numbers. And, you know, just hearing <laughs> just hearing you say, you know, just bring like warmed me up better than uh, a, a shot of or a drink of blackened, which was a uh, pretty warmy bourbon. But uh, it just like it makes me feel good, especially <laughs> it's good stuff. You know, this isn't what even what we do to keep the lights on and and pay our mortgage and stuff. This is like literally, yeah, yeah. We're we're in this the hole now. But I think the <laughs> the the thing that I appreciate the most is being able to come here and talk with you know someone who I consider a friend, who we look at the same the same art form, and it, we look at it completely different. All the way down to, you know, yeah, that's that's blue. <laughs> yeah. All the way down commercials. to commercials. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? Well, picture <laughs> in picture. And then they cut to a commercial. And you just lost four <laughs> minutes of a match. And, you know, it's just it's really cool. And the other day we were uh, I was in the backyard talking with our we just got a new uh, someone who takes care of some stuff around the house and stuff. He comes walking in and uh, he just looks at me and he's like, you're Ellie Jair. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was just like, what? And no one, no one has really ever called me that. And my cheeks got bright red. I was like, yeah, actually I am. And I just thought it was so cool that, you know, someone, he's like, yeah, man, I check your show out. I heard, I saw it on Facebook. It's like Facebook. Oh yeah. So-and-so was listening to it. Someone in the neighborhood was listening to it, which made someone else listen to it. And then one of my buddies was like, oh my God, that's my buddy. And his wife listens to it. So, uh, Ellen, if you're listening, I really appreciate the follow. And uh, you and uh, Jesse are amazing, amazing people. And I wish nothing but the best for you and uh, you and the girls. So keep doing what you're doing. Hoorah. Appreciate your service. So, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, this is, this is a huge part of my self-care. And, you know, I've been wrestling with some stuff today and uh, JT was like, yeah, man, we can push it. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is going to absolutely make me feel much, much better. So I'm happy we uh, we had John and you're you're talking to us about coping skills and uh, what, you know, identifying what we need to do. And, you know, Jay Tilly, Sharon. Yeah, I mean, I, I answered that questionnaire and, you know, you see some of the commercials and they're like, so how many how many drinks do you have a day? Well, I don't know, like eight. You have eight beers a day. Oh, you're counting beers, too. And I mean, like when I was filling out my questionnaire, the, the doctor <laughs> looked up and was like, yeah, are you judging me? What? I'm like, <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Yeah. So talking with the counselors and talking with the doctors and they explain the fallout. 
I sat out February, didn't drink, and uh, came out on the other side. And I've only really had two really bad days since February uh, where I actually didn't follow not drinking during the week and stuff. And uh, so another like another coping skill and replacing a bad thought with a good thought. Um, something that I am extremely guilty of is letting people affect the way I think about a thing. And I, you can refer to that as letting them live rent free. Well, I like to take it to a next level. And I like to give my tenants an upgrade package. And I give <laughs> them free cable. I clean their apartment, make sure their uh, refrigerator is full, all the way to their favorite <laughs> beverage. And they could care less. They're just they're just running around. And uh, I made a I made a decision. Um, I'll, it's day two that I will replace that. I will replace that negativity with the most positive thing that I possibly can. Boobs. And uh, well, I mean, that's definitely up there. <laughs> and yeah. So like if you are if you have a so we'll just take it. You're Superman. In your life, it doesn't matter who you are in real life. You are Superman. This is your life. You are Clark Kent. You are Superman. Everyone has a kryptonite, a Lex Luthor, whatever it is. This one sound, this one individual, a type of car, a, just like a smell. Um, this other person, this other thing is not aware of your disdain. And you are wasting time. I have wasted time. And wasted time, valuable time with my wife, my sons, their their spouse, their girlfriend, my dogs, uh, JT, getting some, uh, I used to call it saw therapy. Um, I wasted all that time. And they are just oblivious. They're moving about. So please, if you have that person, you know, you could make it, you could do some kind of symbolic thing. And I had a, uh, a church that we used to go to. We'd go in and they'd give us these little black flat rocks. And some days they were black, some days they were gray. Um, and the, 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 the sermon would basically revolve around letting go of something. And, uh, and I decided yesterday, I'm, I got to evict, I got to evict my tenant. I'm going to clean up the unit and I am going to occupy space in there now. And, uh, you know, I feel better already. And I know the first time I come in contact with Lex Luthor, I am, uh, I'm going to just, like a duck, let it roll off my back. I can't. Uh, I can't do it anymore. It's not. It's not fair, and um, I'm not doing it anymore. So I will say thank you. I've been telling you this for a while, man. Because so, I I am familiar with this story and this uh, this thing, and it's it's funny because I, I used to tell him like, dude, you're just you're letting Lex Luthor get into you too much, man. Just let it go. He doesn't affect you. He doesn't affect your life. So I'm I'm proud of you for saying that. And uh, you bet your ass, I'm gonna hold you to it too. <laughs> you. Yeah. The minute I hear Lex Luthor's name coming out of your mouth, I'm going to just start smacking you. There it is. Bang. <laughs> I'm going to turn that black beard of yours white like mine. I just, I, I want to rock the white beard. I told my, I told Mrs. LEJR, I was like, hey, for my 50th birthday, I know what you're going to, I'm going to get you. She goes, we're going to Italy. <laughs> I was like, even better. <gasps> we're going on a cruise. Almost as good. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to quit dyeing my beard. Because <laughs> my beard is like bright white. And, uh. I have to dye it because mama doesn't like it. And I love my beard. So there it is. Coping mechanism 101. <laughs> well, I hope uh, I hope everybody appreciated this episode. Uh, again, we, we got some wrestling in, but we did talk about self-care and mental health. Uh, again, very important. 
uh, podcast for us. Uh, if you ever want to listen to it, don't know uh, that we're doing it. It's usually the one that we pin all month long to the top of our Twitter page and uh, just find it there. If you want to find the other ones, they are wherever you get podcasts from No Shave Man Cave on uh, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, uh, Buzzsprout, Acast, wherever you get and listen to your podcast, you can find us. Also, give us a follow at No Shave Man Cave on all of the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, we are available. Uh, and if you just need to vent and you know want to send an email, maybe something we talked about touched a chord, uh, noshavemancave at gmail.com. We check it every day. If you follow us on Twitter, I follow back almost everybody that follows us, not the porn bots. I don't follow you guys back. Stop porn botting us. But everybody else, hey, it's funny though. I told uh, LEJ the other day, I'm like, I kind of feel like we've grown our band, our brand because now the porn bots are liking and retweeting our stuff <laughs> to make themselves look real. But uh, no, for real though, we we do listen. Um, we And I didn't do the disclaimer at the beginning either, so I will hit it now. We are not in any way licensed therapists. We're not in any way counselors. We're just two veterans that are talking about our experiences, what we've gone through. Uh, we got Jeremy on to kind of talk about some of the stuff he's dealt with and seen, but we are not counselors. If you're in crisis in any way, please dial 988. Uh, if you reach out to us, we're just going to tell you to dial 988 um, because we are not capable to handle that kind of thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you, but we're going to get you, you know, make sure you talk to somebody who's actually qualified. Uh, before I give it the tag out, uh, since this is a triple threat, I'm going to toss it over to the JC Tickler and see if you got anything you want to close with before we give it to Ellie Jair for our finishing move. Uh, I just want to say um, thank you again for having me on. Um, de- deep diving into mental health with you guys. Uh, I hope people get something out of it. Um, even though we don't have that alphabets after our names, we're not licensed in any way, shape, or form. We have our experiences, and we like to share them with you all. Um, again, like uh, Jay said, um, 988, if you're in crisis, um, in the U.S., uh, anywhere in the U.S., um, and, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. And one last little thing about self-care, start small, set little goals, don't aim too high, just like, you know, you're going to run, don't set your goal on running, walk. Um and just be smart about it and take care of yourselves. Absolutely. All right, man. Hot tag. Hot tag. Hit us with that finisher, Ellie Jer. Bump and feed. Bump and feed. So, like we've been talking about all episode long, uh, you gotta you gotta look out for yourselves so you can look out for others because uh, you know you, most veterans know that they are not selfish; they're selfless. And you have to do for yourself before you can do for others. You are loved. You are needed. Everybody has a reason for being here. And I'm here to try and help you figure out what it is. It could be being the number one fan of the show. Hey, we have an opening. It could be, uh, you know, being a woodworker. We have an opening. There is plenty of room and plenty of space for everyone to do everything. If you're interested in helping a veteran organization, a military veteran, project. I am not affiliated with any uh, projects directly. I do donate and offer um, time and money as much as I possibly can, but uh, I'm not affiliated. Uh, Military Veteran Project, there's the Mission 22. You have Semper Fi Fund and um, you have, um, you know, many, many more. The Wounded Warrior Project also is 
is probably one of the most well-known and and well-funded. So uh, on behalf of uh, Jay Tilly, JC, thank you for coming and and tickling the fans with your tidbits and nuggets of knowledge. And I am looking forward to hearing our first um, our first episode with you affiliated with the uh, the No Shave Man Cave and Veterans Championship Wrestling. We have uh, the utmost respect for you and nothing but love for you. So thank you for coming. On behalf of Jay Tilly, JC, the Georgia Tickler. Thank you for joining us here on the Remember 22 episode. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.